0: Hello and welcome to Caffeinated Crime. I'm your host Annabelle, and with me today is Rebecca. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what you going to do? I was going to make a swan. <laughs> oh, gross. Um. We're back, baby, for part two, Jack the Ripper. We're pretty excited. At least I am. Mm-hmm. I'm just tired. Yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm really just tired. Like, too. Drained. Mm-hmm. No, that's totally valid. I didn't even open today, and I'm like, so, I'm like, <sighs> same. Like, so, I didn't get out of bed till like nine thirty, and I was like, good for you. I'm just like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just drained. I think it's kind of one of those days. A mm-hmm. <sighs> little bug. Oh, no, really? I think he just flew in here. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Well, while we're talking about drinks, what are you drinking today? I am drinking an iced chai that you made me. With oat milk, by the way. Sweet. Yeah. And I am drinking a hot chai with oat milk because I was a little cold. and I prefer my... Ironically, I prefer my chai hot. Unless it's at work, then I like it iced better. That's fair. Mm -hmm. It looks like you shook it. Oh really? Yeah, like the foamy. This chai Did you always... use a hand blender or anything? Mm-mm. Oh. Um, I did steam the milk so I could, mm. uh, just a little bit though, so I could uh, melt the chai. But that's it. Um, I've been watching Grey's Anatomy nonstop. Oh my goodness. I could never get through Grey's. It's good. I watched like two and a half seasons probably. And first like... two and a half seasons? Yeah. See when I started watching, um, Ramsey was on like season seven. Mm. <laughs> you know? And so you started watching it season seven? Mm-hmm. But I like it. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I not like it th- just like on the bike, I'm just like watching Grace. <laughs>
1: That's what I That's did awesome. for, like
0: thirty minutes. I did that with NCIS for so long. Yep, NCIS that was always playing in our house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, after season Wait, what? I don't i think it's season two but they kill off the main character and like you see her die like there's oh ncis i thought you're talking about Grey's anatomy i was like no they don't <laughs> oh, no. yeah ncis um oh yeah i know exactly what you're talking about and i was like excuse me so i didn't even i did not turn it on back up af- turn it back on after that i just quit you watching you quit yep i was like okay why do you kill off the only likable character Yeah. i guess she's not the only like it was rough i think i cried Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I was I was on the verge of tears. Mm-hmm. I was like eh. Yeah. Um but I get emotionally attached to fictional characters. I think there's a sticker on here that says that. I think there is too. Sorry, I'm just folding this down. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um a sticker on my desk to make that clear to everyone who's <laughs> listening. I don't have. Det- um but yeah, what's going on in your life? nothing nice nice working good for you sleeping oh good for you kind of i oh. just don't go to bed early no matter what i yeah. just can't do it mm-hmm. sucks mm-hmm. i'm I sorry I'm, i think i'm grinding my teeth again because like oh no i've been waking up with really bad headaches and <sighs> like jaw that's sucks. Jaw pain i think that's why i'm in such a bad mood honestly oh really i'm just like my jaw. have you ever slept with something in see i have Mm -hmm. a retainer that i'm supposed to sleep with Mm. but i can't it's it's thick so it's not like a thin retainer i don't know if you have the same one that like taper has i don't i don't wear a retainer i never had braces oh i was born with perfect teeth sweet besides the missing one (laughs) (laughs) well he has like retainers Mm -hmm. you know to keep his teeth straight but they're so thin that, like, he can talk normal. Yep. Mm-hmm. Whatever my... It's thick because yeah. it's meant for, like, me to grind my teeth on it. Because mm-hmm. my back teeth are, like, pretty flat.
1: Oh. Because that's how bad
0: I grind my teeth. Wow. Mm-hmm. You and my mom. Yeah. So, she has, literally the, same she has the same thing. And we were mm-hmm. talking about this the other day. It's really hard because your mouth is, like, open. It's like this. Oh. Yeah. So, so, like, so there's, like, a little gap. There's, like, a gap. That sucks. Like your your mouth is just like kind of open. So you mm-hmm. don't have to sleep with an open mouth. Ugh, or your your lips are like bulging out, like, you know, mm-hmm. trying to keep them closed. But we were talking about how if we do fall asleep with them, we wake up and they're gone. What do you I mean, mean they, they're gone? Like either we take them out in our sleep <gasps> or they just like I always had to like search my bed for it. Uh- <laughs> like it would just disappear. What? And they're not easy to get out. Like, there's, they're, like, you have to put your nail under there and go, Mm -hmm. and, like, pop it out. Yeah. And it's thicker, so it has, like, you know, it's harder to get out. so funny. Oh, my gosh. I just, like, wake up, and it's, like, either in my bed or on the floor. Or one time I found it back in its case. Like, I must have done it in my sleep, like, put it back in its case. Oh, my gosh. But I just can't sleep unless I'm, like, (sighs) like, mouth breathing. That's. But then I wake up and my throat hurts. Mm -hmm. So it's, like... I don't know, but my, I've been in pain all day. Yeah, I took some to proof and I thought I'm good, but uh, it just sucks. Yeah, that does. Today I was like, oh, maybe it's my wisdom teeth, mm-hmm. but last time I you got- You haven't your wisdom teeth out? Mm-mm, because last time I got x-rays, like, you couldn't even see them. Oh, wow. So, they're either so far down, that like, they'll just never be an issue, or I don't have them. I think that's- so, I'm 18, for anybody who's wondering. Mm-hmm. And they haven't mentioned them at all. And usually they yeah. at least mention them, like, before you turn 18. Ruth got hers out when she was seven, 16, really? 17? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tabor, Tabor doesn't... I think it's a gene in our family. I think so, too. Because I kind of think my mom didn't get them out. Well, because I think they're, they're one of those things that, like, phase out. Like, some people just don't have them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my yeah. friend... She is. She'll be eighteen in January, and or wait, will she? Yes, yes, she will be eighteen in January, and January tenth. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know where you got that. That's really close though. January twelfth. No. Fourteenth. Fifteenth. Okay. I just know because you wanna you wanna go down there for her birthday. You mentioned it. Yes. Um. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Good job remembering that. That was, was nice of you. Um, but yeah. Um, and she is has to get surgery for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also have to take like this other tooth out and they might have to like hit a nerve to get oh. in there. And so she might not be able to feel in like the left corner of her face or something for the rest of her life. Because they have to do this to like remove a tooth or something. It's crazy. She was telling me about it when we were in Colorado and I was like, so you're just not gonna feel on I, your face? I would just be like, you know what? Just leave it, I'm okay. Yeah, like insane stuff. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's so sad. I need to go to the dentist. I do too. But I know I'm gonna go and they am gonna be like, you have 40 cavities. Oh my gosh, same. I've been really good about brushing and flossing though. So I've tried, it mm-hmm. just doesn't work. Oh, really? It just doesn't work. I'm the same way. Like, I, so, okay, so last time I went to the dentist, it was pretty bad. But I had gone through a really horrible depressive episode, like, a month before. Mm -hmm. And when I go get into really bad depressive episodes, like, I stop brushing my teeth. So they were like, it's pretty bad, Anna. And I was like, ah, dang, that's so surprising. It really wasn't. But I know in the past, I've gotten better at brushing my teeth. And... They're still like twelve cavities or whatever. So I also hate our dentist. Like I used to love going to the dentist. See, that's good to know because I was gonna be like, oh, I wonder if we'll go to the same dentist, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to. Do not go to our dentist. He is the worst, really. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he's a great person. I don't know. Maybe he's genuine. He seems like a nice guy. I just do not like him as a is doctor. He old? No, he's like probably a little bit older than mom, like fifty mm-hmm. maybe, but. Okay, I've had a bone to pick, with, so I have a chipped tooth, mm-hmm. uh, and you can't see it anymore because he fixed it. But he fixed it without asking mom. He never asked her. He just did it one day and just billed her for it. Mm-hmm. I'd be pissed. That I would pay me for that. So mad because it it's barely it was barely noticeable. I have a chip in my tooth, Look. Oh my gosh, I can't. E- I can barely yeah, see it. I have little chips mm-hmm. because my teeth are just you know they're kind of thin. Yeah. And you can barely see them, but it's so expensive to get them filled. He did it. Builder. I was like, I, oh. You, I was you know how I am. And if that ever happened mm-hmm. to me. I was literally like 12 and I was so mad. And I didn't like him before that because he's like, your mouth, it, mouth is too small. I'm like, sorry. What do you want me to do? And he'd put that block in. Oh, I hate and it, those. I have jaw. Like, I'm pretty sure I have jaw, jaw damage because of it. Because listen to this. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you it's because of him. See, that is so crazy. See, whenever I went to the dentist, it was usually like super early in the morning.
1: Oh really? And I would
0: just like missed like miss a couple periods, like during high school or whatever. Uh-huh. So I'd be like literally falling asleep. And so they put the blocks in. So uh-huh. she's like, she was this like Russian lady. And oh, my. I could never understand her. But oh. one day she was like, well, We're gonna put these in so you can sleep. And I was like, thank you. See, so that would like, be nice. I was just like, you know, mouth wide open. That's so funny. Because once once the they do my shots, like, to numb me and everything mm-hmm. like that, then I'm sad. I don't care. That's, like, the worst part for me is getting the mm-hmm. the numbing stuff because it just it just hurts so bad. Apparently, when I was, like, really little, they had to do something on my mouth, and they gave me laughing gas. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, like right away apparently I was like ah. that's so funny and like I was falling asleep in the chair and my mom was like oh my gosh it was just so adorable and funny that's so funny see we almost went to a dentist that did that Like they literally would knock knock you out to do whatever it was even a cleaning like they would just knock you out Ooh. which is so weird but I was like I don't know I was super young and my dad was like no yeah. no way yeah just so, being safe Do you want to start talking about murder? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so as I said in the beginning of this episode, um, this is Jack the Ripper, part two. Um, His second victim is named Annie Chapman, which that's kind of weird because my name's... Excuse me. You're Annabelle Chapman. Nope, I'm not Annabelle Chapman. (laughs) But my dad has called me Annie. Obviously, you know that. Because I was like, what? Probably since I was born. Mm-hmm. I haven't known you that long. This is true. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I always think that's kind of weird. Anytime, like, any sort of name that's similar to mine, I'm like, <gasps> that could be me. Literally. Okay. Uh, but Annie Chapman was born Eliza Ann Smith uh, in Paddington on the tw- on 25th. On the 25th of September, 1840. And um, on May 1st, 1869, so a while later, um, Annie married John James Chapman, who was related to her mother. Ooh. Uh Uh-huh. I'm assuming it was, like, a distant cousin. Still. Yeah. Did you marry one of your distant cousins? Oh, hell nah. Exactly. Especially not on my mom's side. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Um, But... (laughs) Oh, brother. <laughs> um. But it reminds me of. Did you ever watch Downton Abbey? Oh, yes. Oh my gosh, I love that I show so much. I love well, Downton Abbey. The main character marries her cousin. Matthew yes. is her cousin. Like her first cousin. Are they first cousins? They're they're closely related. You're right. Mm-hmm. I just don't remember if it's like his. Maybe it's her second cousin. I don't know. I'm not sure. Either yeah. way, they're family. Dude, me and my mom watched that show religiously. Mm-hmm. So my favorite character was the the daughter. Her her name starts with an S. She she Sybil. Sybil, yes. I love Sybil. I, I literally said, Sybil's my favorite character. Next episode she dies. Did you ball your eyes out? I balled my eyes out. I did. I balled my eyes out. Then when, when, go, when Go when the the grumpy older um ladies maid when she places the soap and she falls and her baby <gasps> dies yes oh my I god flipped out or I'm... anything anything having to do with thomas oh yes oh i, I like, thomas. somebody oh. needs to kill this guy literally somebody literally he is so awful mr but... bates was probably one of my favorite characters mm-hmm. i just feel like he would be He's so good yeah Really cool but then i kid you not like a week later i said now that sybil's gone matthew's my favorite character <laughs> literally not four episodes later he gets in this stupid car crash and dies yeah there was a lot of painful deaths in that i like that show ruined <laughs> have you seen the movies mm-hmm. i haven't oh. oh my gosh they're so good i need to we should all you, me, mom, and Hannah, since she lives here now, should, you should. all just rewatch watch Downton Abbey. Yes. Because I actually I just rewatched it not that long ago. I love that show, and I want to rewatch watch it. I rewatched it in college. So oh, I'm really? Right? Yeah. It's so good. Because I just like, like the show. The writing, top tier. The acting is it's actually really it's good. It's good. good. so good. The storyline is so good. Mm-hmm. The set. Mm-hmm. Oh, the mm-hmm. outfits. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, it's a good show. Literally my favorite thing. I wish they kept it going. Yeah, I know, but also you don't want to like. Mm-hmm. That's my thing about Grey's. That's why I won't watch. It. Is there's too many seasons.
1: It, it makes the characters fair. cheap.
0: That's that's fair. That's but a personal opinion. I know a lot of things that happen because I've seen things you know uh-huh. ahead of time. Yeah, that just like you think they're like cheap characters, like sh- like you know they just don't hold any like oh if they died i'd be so sad but then you watch it you're like doesn't that (gasps) that guy who's in the the first like three seasons he dies in like season five doesn't he he gets hit by a car the the nerdy one who's also the roommate later like early season george yes george he doesn't get by a car oh he doesn't how does he die? I'm pretty sure he gets shot. Really? Mm-hmm. I ha- I had a friend tell me that she- he got hit by a car and that he was like unrecognizable, and he had to like write out who he was on somebody's hand. That's possible. Maybe I'm thinking of a different. Mm-hmm. It's very possible. There's a lot because of George that's... was like my favorite character in that show. He's, he's just like character. he's a sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's I mean, like a little brother type. I think that happens in life season. I feel like soon. Not like super soon, but like I knew the, he wasn't in the show for a super long time, and that's well, another reason. It's I, funny because like when it starts out, they don't start with all that like dark stuff. It's more like drama mm-hmm. and like like right now, like Doctor Shepherd and Meredith are like not together because the his wife came into the picture. God about it, his wife. It pisses me off, but like all that is happening mm-hmm. right now so it's just like a lot of drama yeah and then it's like suddenly you know totally you're so many seasons in and they're just killing off like really good characters mm-hmm. i still can't shootings believe- and yeah yeah if you haven't seen great like the most se- recent Grey's anatomy season skip ahead but have do you know what ha- what happens in like like literally one season ago I don't know. I don't want you to tell me, though, because I'm scared. Okay, I won't say anything. Um, you're good now. We didn't actually <laughs> talk about it. But what they did there made me so mad. And I didn't even watch the show. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was all over TikTok. And I wasn't even on Gray's TikTok. I don't know. Hmm. Well, that's fine. I won't um, spoil it for you. Uh, now that we're one bullet-pointed. Sorry, Tabor's buying me sushi. (laughs) Because he's getting getting pizza, and I just don't... From where? Domino's. Domino's? Yeah. I'm just, like, not in the mood for greasy food. That's totally valid. Like, and he's giving me, like, a crunchy roll, and that's probably going to be even... It's almost like somebody else is making your decisions for you. What? You're pregnant. Oh, (laughs) no. I was, like... Who? What the hell are you talking about? I just really want like carrots and hummus. Oh, I think that's what I'm craving today. Super specific. I'm not pregnant. I know. Um, I know this is super random, but did you see I changed my cover art? I did actually. Isn't it so cool? I like it. AI. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I tried like ten different sites, and they were all giving me these weird ass things, and I didn't like them. And so then I thought tried one more and it gave me that and I was like okay you're literally perfect like the cute little coffee mug the top hat the pink background I am already done with my chai that's sad I'm almost done I might go get a doctor if you want one okay I'll go get it later okay um so her husband was related to her mom wow we really went off track with that one (laughs) that was totally my fault though Dobson Abbey? Okay. Anyways, the couple had three children. One, Emily Ruth. Two, Annie Georgina. That's cute. And I know, right? Isn't that cute? I like Georgina. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Table will never go for that. Georgina, who, who? There's a show with a Georgina in it. Oh, Gossip Girl? Yep, it is Gossip Girl. Um, I don't know if I've watched Oh, Gossip. I haven't, I haven't watched a lot of shows. Oh my gosh. Gossip Girl is top tier. <laughs> I actually have never finished it, but I I watched like the first few seasons and it's like my comfort show. Um, anyways, Annie Georgina and John Alfred. John, their son, mm-hmm. uh, was born crippled. Uh, and- <laughs> what? <laughs> the face you made. It was like a. Oh, that sucks. Friday face. Like, uh, sorry. Like, I am. So funny. You're just like, uh, mm, oh, well. It's so funny. Oh, my God. So he was born crippled. And the Chapmans sought medical help for their son um, at, like, a London hospital. Um, but they couldn't really help him. And so they p- placed him in an institution for the physically disabled. So they gave up their child. There's no way that was a good place. Exactly. There's no way. No, and, like, because it was close to Windsor. I've seen American Horror Story. Amen. Did you you finish American Horror Story? You know, I couldn't get behind, um, I think it's their latest season. Hmm. That's like I think it's kind of alien mm. vibes. Mm. Me, Ramsey, and Luke were watching all of them mm-hmm. together, and I just really couldn't get behind that season. Yeah. I was not into it. Did you watch season three? Season three is Madame LaLori. that house. Um. Oh, what's it called? Oh, with um. Yes. Ugh. She like smears the blood on her face and everything like that. Yeah, that season is. I'm I'm getting through that season right now because I have to watch that in like stages. Like I'll watch you know two three episodes every once in a while because yeah. it, I just ugh. I love that show, yeah. <laughs> and it's it is really hard to get through season three because I know it's a true story. Mm-hmm. Have you heard Madame LaLaurie that story? Is it Madame LaLaurie? Is that her name? <laughs> and that's why we just talked about her in an episode. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Um, okay. Anyways, so he was placed in the physically disabled home. Makes me mad. But whatever. Okay. So, um, Annie Chapman uh had struggled with alcoholism, alcoholism as an adult, but apparently um as she grew, like after she became a parent, she like stopped drinking. She was doing a little bit better. But then when they placed their son in at the home, she, like, fell apart again, and she... Um, That's fair. Yeah. I probably would, too. Um, and she's, like... At this point, she's, like, totally alcohol-dependent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in 1882, Emily, their first daughter... Yep, their first daughter, um, died of meningitis on her brother's second birthday. Mm-hmm. So, like, not only does her first daughter died so they literally gave him up like immediately sounds like it yeah sucks i didn't try which i mean was he like i'm assuming he was like very mm -hmm. physically disabled yeah and they probably couldn't care for him but and here's the thing this doesn't excuse it but they were probably poor they probably didn't have enough money to feed three children anyways Mm -hmm. and then to also have to one, help this crippled child, two, feed this crippled child, three, have to take care of it. Mm-hmm. It's just... I'm not excusing their actions. No, it's hard, though. But it is understandable. Especially in times like this. Like uh-huh. I'm sure they're... Yeah, this is 1882. Like, what are they gonna do? Hannah just landed. Okay. Well, we can pause here, and I can go get her. And then he can come home, and you can eat your dinner, and then we can regroup if that's okay yeah i think that'll be fine okay cool we'll be right back and now a word from our sponsor bird dog coffee beans are the freshest most flavorful coffee you've ever tasted all of our beans are roasted to your specifications and not until you buy it Most coffee you buy at a grocery store or even your favorite coffee shop sits on a shelf, getting more stale every minute of every day, week, or God forbid, even month. That won't happen when you buy from us. All of our beans are ethically sourced, and we even have a premium origin that is farm to cup, with no middleman in between. Head on over to birddogcoffeebeans.com, to get yourself a bag of the official coffee of caffeinated crime okay and we're back um got brief, our brief intermission yeah got our friend from the airport and we're ready to um get this going again we both have new drinks so <laughs> rebecca what are you drinking this is an apple cranberry martinelli drink not nice. caffeinated oh so guess i'm a fraud oh yeah get off this i already had two coffees and a chai today wow so oh i'll be taking a couple of melatonin yeah. um and i'm drinking a mini dr pepper or i'm about to Ooh, that was nice <laughs> and i'm also having some popcorn so she's just... like Ooh, what are you guys what are you guys eating over there <laughs> no literally mmm Popcorn oh, show, Okay. Where were we? Um, her husband's led to her mom. That was like the first bullet point, or the second, wasn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, her daughter died on his second birthday. Oh yeah. Um. He... Okay. So we're gonna dive right back in. Um, following the death of her daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, both. Annie and um, her husband took to very heavy drinking Mm -hmm. and full alcohol um, dependency. Um, Over the following years, she um, was known to be arrested on several occasions um, for public intoxication um, in multiple places. Um, This is what I'm pretty sure Wikipedia said. Um, no records exist that she was ever brought before a magistrate court for these arrests. Do you know what that means? No. I, I, would, I would assume like a full court. Mm-hmm. You know. That's kind of what I'm but... thinking. Um, but yeah, if you know what I'm talking about, DM me, email me, um, and we'll shout you out. Because, you know, all of our seven listeners know what magistrate is. Okay, um, her and her husband separated due to mutual consent in 1884 and John Chapman retained custody of their surviving daughter, um, while Annie relocated to London. Her husband was obliged to pay her a weekly allowance of 10 shillings uh, via post office order. And the precise reason for the separate for the couple's separation is unknown. Although reports list that um the reason for their separation as it was Annie Chapman's drunken and immoral ways. Wasn't he drunk too? Yeah. Which is kind of oh, so but he's just man he's just a man, right? Literally. Just kidding. <laughs> um But no, it was I don't know who said that, mm-hmm. but it was similar to Mary Ann's. Like, she was drunk and probably... Yeah, sounds pretty... Mm-hmm. Yeah, similar. Typical. I mean, not typical. That that sounded totally wrong. but you I know, know what, what you mean. mean. The M.O. Uh-huh. Okay, so two years later, in 1886, John Chapman resigned from his job due to declining health and reclode- re- relocated to New Windsor. And he died of Liver cirrhosis and edema. Edema. Mm-hmm. I don't know either. Liver cirrhosis and edema. I don't know what it means, but sure. sure. Let's look it up. Liver cir- cir- cirrhosis. Um. Chronic liver damage from a variety of causes leading to scarring and liver failure. Alcohol. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. (laughs) Oh my gosh. More than two hundred thousand US cases per year. I believe it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um well. Um, and it's the same, like edema go just goes along with that. Hmm. Okay, so he died on Christmas. L That sucks. Um, leading to the cessation cessation I would imagine like okay the stop yeah of the payments and then um Annie actually found out about her husband's death um to her brother-in-law um her surviving so basically what happened was the payment stopped and I think I go over this in a little bit in my notes and she was like okay what the heck like can't just stop paying me um and then she asked around and then she found out that the, her, her husband was dead so that sucks yeah what about her kid um that's what the next bullet point is about um her surviving daughter Annie Georgina who would would have been about 13 is believed to either subsequently been placed in a french institu- institution or have joined a performing troupe that traveled with a circus in france oh. so interesting um kind of random Mm -hmm. like but also kind of makes sense for the time and then um census records from 19 i mean 1891 reveal that both of chapman's surviving children um lived with their grandmother in knightsbridge which i don't know i i kind of wonder if he maybe had another kid after Mm -hmm. because it says both but i don't know i didn't look at that up sorry i forgive you Okay, following her separation from her husband, Annie Chapman relocated to Whitechapel, that idea, primarily living upon the weekly allowance of 10 shillings from her husband. And over the following years, she resided in common lodging houses in both Whitechapel and Spitalfields. You know, we've heard the whole story before about about living there um by 1886 she is known to have resided with a man who made wire sieves for a living consequently becoming known to some acquaintances as Annie Sivy or Siffy and at the end of 1886 her when her um allowance stopped and then finding out that her husband had been dead um died of alcohol related causes um the sieve maker uh left her because I mean most likely because uh she was not getting paid anymore so hmm. um and then Annie relocated to N- Notting Hill and um apparently it said that like her uh, all of her friends said that she was like super super depressed after um this guy left her and literally lost her will to live I'm like, girl, don't put that in a man. Screw men. Screw men. Amen, right? I'm married. Or more like a woman. Cheers. That was not great. Oh, oh I didn't like that. <laughs> kind of gave me the shivers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, By May or June, 1888, we don't know uh Chapman resided in Crossingham's lodging house at 35 Dorset Street paying 8d for a night um a night for a double bed um I forgot what 8d was I think that's pence or it's either pence or pounds but I'm pretty sure it's pence it doesn't matter she was paying like very little for a bed okay um this 47 year old guy Edward um would sometimes stay with annie um at the lodging house between saturday and monday and he would sometimes pay for her bed too so they were kind of like sort of in a relationship Mm -hmm. um and then so she earned some income from crochet work making anti 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 maccasers i don't know what that is either (laughs) wow i'm learning so much um okay an anti-macassar let's see anti-macassar 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 a piece of cloth put over the back of a chair to protect it from grease and dirt or as an ornament Hmm. Hmm. so she'd make those okay and she also sold sold flowers and she also was known to um casually do sex work every once in a while to make some money so Um, eight days before Chapman's, or Annie's death, um, she had fought with a fellow Crossingham's Lodging House resident named Eliza Cooper, and the two reportedly rivals for the affections of a local hawker, yeah, hawker named Harry, although Cooper later claimed the reason the two had fought had been because Chapman had borrowed, or Annie had borrowed a bar of soap from her, and after being asked to return it, Annie just threw a half penny, um, at her instead, go get a half penny's worth of soap. Um, and later in the fight between the two at the Britannica public house, um, Cooper struck Chapman or Eddie Chapman, uh, in the face and chest, resulting in her sustaining a black eye and a bruised breast. So, dang, mm-hmm. that hurt. they were obviously like kind of rivals. Imagine being punched in the boob so hard mm-hmm. and it's bruised, yeah. Ow, that hurt. Have you ever had a black eye? Which is surprising because of since you know I'm anemic and I bruise so easily. Yeah, I literally have bruises all the time, mm-hmm. but never had a black eye. I don't think they're like super hard to get. Mm-mm. I haven't had like a full on black eye, but one time this girl elbowed me in the nose during basketball. Ooh. And so right here like in the corners mm. of my eyes like mm-hmm. right here was like green oh yeah that wasn't great Mm-mm. that wouldn't be no kind of look like a raccoon yeah now everybody has to hear me chewing i'm sorry guys i'll save that for later how about that can i try that sure <laughs> Do you like cranberries? Depends on the day. But it is very cranberry. I love cranberries. Really? Do you eat like straight cranberries? No, I don't think you can do that. Can yeah, you, can They're gross. They're bitter. Oh. I mean, it's you like, can still eat them. It's like eating like a choke cherry. Okay. Go try one. Those bushes out there? Those are. Ch- oh, yeah, I knew choke that. Cherries. Those are choke cherries. Yeah, it's going to make some. Oh. Make some preserves. Fun. I'm down to do it with you. I'm like, We never made anything out of dandelions. No, we haven't. Well, because I put them in the bag and then they... Oh, yeah. ...got gross. So mm-hmm. like, you have to do it immediately. Yeah. yeah definitely. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> well, I just... I wanted to... Cu- like, if I made jam, then I was gonna can it. hmm Do you know if your mom has, like, a canning rack to go in a pot? She doesn't, but my grandma does. She is probably, like, 10. So, you could probably steal one from her. She's also... Four hours away. Yeah. It's okay. Anyways, let's so right. wrap this up. Mm-hmm. We're not even close to them. Seriously? Not even close. Okay, I'm let's sorry. focus. Then. Yeah. <clears throat> Is that really tight? Yeah, same. Okay. On September seventh, Amelia Palmer and Count um, saw Annie on Dorset Street, and Amelia later informed police that Annie had appeared visibly pale on the occasion, having been discharged from a casual ward of the. Whitechapel chapel infirmary that day and annie complained to amelia of having felt too ill to do anything until so she was like super sick and after um jumping forward a little bit after annie's death the coroner who had conducted our autopsy which oh, don't get me started about that the autopsy was totally screwed of course um uh noted that her lungs and her brain membranes were in a really bad state of disease which would have killed her within months Mm -hmm. yeah so that's just sad and then she had to go like this way like i don't know just bad no matter what so according according to both of the lodging house deputies to um according to both the I'm gonna try it one more time. According to both the lodging house deputies, Timothy Donovan um, and the watchman, John Evans, shortly after midnight on eight, on the 8th of September, Annie had been lacking the required money for her nightly lodging. Um, and she drank a pint of beer in the kitchen with a fellow lodger um, at approximately 1210 AM before informing another lodger that she had um, earlier visited her sister in Vauxhall and that her family had given her 5D and then Stevens observed or her friend um, who she was drinking with Stevens then observed Annie take a, bil- a box of pills from her pocket and this box then broke and then Annie wrapped the pills in a section of envelope that she had taken from um, the property before leaving and then at approximately 1 um this part's funny uh annie returned to the lodging house with a baked potato um which she ate before then leaving again <laughs> um to see if she could go make some money by um using sex work so um and this is what she said before she left I won't be long, Bromie. Take uh see that Tim keeps the uh, keeps the bed for me. Evans last saw Annie walking in the direction of Spittlefield of Spittlefields Market. Um Mrs. Elizabeth Long testified that the um set, testified at the subsequent inquest into Annie's murder that she had observed chapman talking with a man at 5:30 a.m. And the two had stood just beyond the backyard of twenty-nine Hanbury Street, Spitalfields. Long, dis- um, and Mrs. Elizabeth Long described the man as being over forty years old, slightly taller than Chapman, or Chapman, with dark hair and a foreign, shabby, genteel appearance. He was wearing a brow, a brown, low-crowned hat, felt hat, and possibly a dark coat, according to Mrs. Elizabeth Long the man had asked Annie the question, will you? To which Annie replied, yes. Miss um, Elizabeth Long was certain of Chapman's identity in the time of this sighting, as she had heard the chimney of a nearby clock strike the half hour just before she had entered Hanbury Street, if she had indeed seen Annie, she was likely to, the last person to see her alive and in the company of her murderer. So, yeah. Um Okay, shortly before 5 a.m. on uh, the 8th of September, the son of a resident of 29th, 29 Hanbury Street, John Richardson entered the backyard of the property to check the padlocked cellar In the yard, in the yard was still intact and to trim a loose piece of leather from his boot. So he sat down, he checked that it was still locked, he cut off this piece of from his boot and he went on his way. Uh, Richardson verified the cellar was still padlocked, did his whole thing, um, and approximately three minutes later, not having, um, having proceeded beyond the steps what? didn't, didn't mean to say that, I already said that, so, okay, so then at 515-ish, a tenant of uh, 27 Hanbury Street named Albert Kadosh entered the yard of his property to use the bathroom and he told the police later that he heard a woman screaming no no before hearing the sound of someone or something falling against the fence dividing um the backyards of 27 and 29 between those two houses and of course he didn't go check this out because why would you do that why would you go help a woman who's screaming, no, no. That doesn't make sense. Anyways. Um, okay, so then uh, John Davis found the body. John Davis was an elderly, elderly man who lived at 29 Hanbury Street, and he left his home a little bit before 6 a.m. to find Annie Chapman's body. Two men on their way to work uh, came upon John Davis and like he had run to go find someone Mm -hmm. and they ran into him and he was like oh my gosh guys there's a dead woman in my backyard and they found um the body they were all very scared um her body was lying lying face down she was lying face up i'm sorry um her face was towards the the building Her clothes had been pulled up above her waist and a handkerchief had been tied around her neck, which she had been wearing um, when her killer had slit her throat. Um, Okay, so long story short, all three men went separate ways to go find a police officer, which in my opinion, like, I think you should stay together because one, you just found a dead body. He could still be out there. Two, it's going to like if three people come up to a police officer i think he'll believe you more like he's not going to think three people are drunk and have the same exact story whereas he could think that with one person i don't know but james kent who is one of the workers went. he literally didn't even try to find a police officer he just went and got a drink which i mean like you just did see a dead body so valid but also no after yeah literally henry holland went up to went up the street to find an officer but apparently this officer was like no i'm not coming with you i had i had strict orders to stay here i'm like sir there is a dead woman um and then john davis the one who initially found her body went to the police station so that was that was a good idea. Good job. High five, John Davis. And then finally, inspector Joseph Chandler showed up on the scene and there was apparently already a huge amount of people there. Um, and so he was like, okay, everyone get out. Like we can't have you all over this murder scene. And then he had someone go back and get um, a constable, Um, and as many people from the police force as he could to just clear out the people um, and just make sure there are as many cops there as possible um, to keep the crowds contained, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Another officer was told to go get Dr. George Phillips, um, who was the police surgeon at the time, the coroner. Mm -hmm. And then he covered the body Mm -hmm and waited for everybody else to come Um, when the doctor got there this is like a quote from him okay the left arm was placed across the left breast the legs were drawn up the feet resting on the ground and the knees turned outwards the face was swollen and turned on the right side the tongue protruded between the front teeth but not beyond the lips the tongue was evidently much swollen The front teeth were perfect as far as the first molar, top and bottom, and very fine teeth uh, they were. The body was terribly mutilated. The stiffness of the limbs was not marked, but was evidently commencing. He noticed that the throat was deserved deeply and that the the incisions through the skin were jagged and reached reached right round the neck on the wooden paling between the yard in question and the next smears of blood corresponding to where the head of the deceased lay were to, oh, were to be seen. These were about 14 inches from the ground and immediately above the part where the blood from the neck lay. So that was all from the coroner. Um, that was like in his uh... report. Thank you. Could not think of that word. So her injuries, um, consisted of, she had been cut from left to right on her throat, much like, um, Mary Ann. And she had a gash in her abdomen that was made by the same blade They could tell her intestines had been pulled out and, um, draped over her shoulders. And then her uterus had been removed and was taken from the site. It wasn't able to be found anywhere, and so it was assumed that the killer had taken it. Um, this is the part that really gets me, because if you know me personally, you know how, one, how passionate I am about true crime, two, how passionate I am about autopsies being done well, and clean, and by one or two people. Mm -hmm. Um, So before a post-mortem examination could even be done, her body was stripped and washed down, exactly, by Robert Mann, who had done the exact same thing with Mary Ann, even though he was told to not to both times. And this time, like the police constable knew that it was him who had done it. Um, Okay, Um, The police constable knew that it was him who had, stripped her body and washed it down and so he went to him and said you can't do this like this is super important to um the evidence in the crime scene and he did it anyways So, so dope. Mm-hmm. i just that it just peeves me on an even bigger level mm-hmm. like one we already have this horrible murder two going on and then you have to make things worse like this is all we have right now we don't have we have barely any witnesses they don't have dna at this point they they don't even have fingerprints at this point (sighs) ask me about my opinion i won't tell you um yeah so that was a start to a horrible investigation obviously and then I mean it just got worse with witnesses because the witnesses were all confused the entire time and there were so many differing opinions and there were people who were like oh no i saw i saw her here at you know 6 30. oh no i saw here her here at 5 30. Hmm. and it was just it was all contradict. they were all contradicting each other and on top of that when the um coroner went to do the autopsy he said that she had died about at about four thirty a.m but that went well, um totally went against one of their main witnesses um had said that she had seen her at 5 30 hmm. she's not up walking if she's dead <laughs> so like that just makes me even more mad and all these witnesses who said, you know, these random things that led them on wild goose chases. Oh, we saw her with, a, you know, however old man on this side of town. Well, they're going to go check that out, obviously, because they're trying to do their jobs, but that person didn't actually see that. Mm-hmm. No witnesses are never reliable because they're traumatized. And so they make up things and that's just fine. Like it's understandable, mm-hmm. still not a good idea. Um, Okay, so the time of death was never, like, certain, because they couldn't figure it out. Um, And then, when he did try to figure it out, all the witness statements were totally contradictory. So, okay, with the sensational reporting in the press now taking hold, public hysteria was evident in the East End. The word um, on the street was that leather apron. That's what he had been nicknamed. Um... Okay, so literally anybody who'd come in who they didn't recognize, they were like, oh my gosh, that's that's the killer. That's Jack the Ripper. That's Leather Apron. Yeah. And so apparently, like, people were coming to Whitechapel um, a- and literally being <laughs> um, chased off but with, like, old-fashioned, like, pitchfork <laughs> fire. Oh my gosh. Um, um, by being chased by lynch mobs and all of that. And that's all crazy. And they were all terrified, of course. And so this leather apron scare was in full swing and demanding all of the time of police officers and resources. And they obviously struggled to apprehend the killer and keep control of the district. So one, you're trying to look for this killer yeah. Then everybody in your town is going crazy because you haven't found him, and so there you have to deal with them too because obviously that's breaking the law still. Mm-hmm. Um, but despite their problems, the police uh, had a breakthrough on the tenth of September, so only two days after she was found. Okay. Um, when the highly experienced detective Sergeant William Thick arrested John Pizer at his home in Mulberry Street. Uh, mulberry street whitechapel sergeant Thick had known pizer well for almost 18 years and was convinced he was the leather apron um literally he was i think he went on record at some point and said they are the same person like he is the one doing these killings Hmm. um and so apparently like a whole bunch of posters were going up like they arrested him they got they caught him and stuff and then Pizer was released because apparently he had like an ironclad alibi. Um uh for the two nights that they were that they were killed. So Mary Ann and um Annie Chapman. Uh and he had a whole bunch of witnesses to back him up. Uh despite fitting many of the criteria uh the descriptions of Leather Apron, Pizer was innocent of the Whitechapel murders. So Um, In the meantime, other suspects were brought in, such as Edward McKenna, a peculiar man who had apparently went about with a knife and who like walked around town with a knife and who seemed to resemble a man being um, seen luring Annie Chapman out of the 10 Bells pub only an hour before she was found dead. Hmm. And that's apparently according to a witness. So, you know, maybe this Edward guy looks like jack the ripper um another suspect was jacob is Schmidt, and he was taken into custody as somebody resembling a suspicious a suspicious looking man who had appeared in the prince albert pub on the morning of the m- murder sporting blood stains on his neck and his shirt um i can't pronounce his last name so i'm just gonna say jacob um but he Jacob proved to be um, totally not okay in the head and not eligible to appear in an identity parade. Mm -hmm. So do you know what an identity parade is? I would assume like a lineup. I I think that's what it is, but I wasn't totally sure. I'm just gonna go with that. We're just gonna go with that. Literally weeks later, he was put in an asylum and that would make him not able to do the next murders so not him either um so that is all that they were able to investigate Hmm. before the next murder um the next yeah so they have more suspects than they did when Mary Ann died it's coming along a little bit more. They have a little bit more evidence. They have some more witnesses, but still nobody to catch. So they're working on it, just not very well. Um, I actually don't remember who the next victim is. I don't know. Elizabeth something? I don't know. We'll figure it out. But yeah, that is all I had done for Annie Chapman. Um, this will be released this Monday, so the 31st, so, yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'll hopefully start editing tomorrow, so, okay. I keep leaning back on this chair, and everyone's like, you're gonna fall. I probably will at some point, let's be honest. Um, but yeah, did you enjoy? I did. <sighs> I'm just so tired. I'm mm-hmm. so out of it. 100% I get it this might not be the best time to do this but I was thinking about what I said at the gym the other day and how I was like our podcast on accident <laughs> so I was wondering if you would want to be my full-time guest sure yay Never mind yay guys I have a co-host probably won't do much of the work but no that's fine it <laughs> gets oh. your drive yeah, if you just want to listen and talk, that's fine. I love listening and talking. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Guys, meet your co-host Rebecca. <laughs> You're not allowed to do <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> that's all it is. It's my part. I'm like, wasn't that fast? <laughs> no, I hate that so much. Ah, my ears. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna do our outro our outro oh yeah. yeah okay ready set go go stay, stay caffeinated, caffeinated and, and crime-free free. you know we need an outro like well i have outro music isn't that the same oh do you is it different can we do different should we do different outro music I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to have a meeting of some sort. Oh, yes. Mm, I, I need to plug our socials. <laughs> okay. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Caffeinated Crime Podcast. Um, you can follow us on TikTok at Caffeinated Crime Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Caffeinated Crime Podcast. Um, You can email us at CaffeinatedCrimePodcast at gmail.com um yeah if you want to send in a request and you like don't have instagram or something feel free to email us i don't think there will be that many so you can totally email me and i would love to hit you back um i'm super excited that we're gonna be doing this together i wouldn't i would rather i would never want anybody else to be on here so yeah I'm pretty excited I still think I would I want to do like other guests though if it's mm-hmm. okay with you of course um but yeah I think it's gonna be super awesome and I we're gonna catch you next week with um Jack the Ripper part three and maybe I'll be more awake
1: yeah hopefully
0: I feel like a zombie I'm like Ugh. well you're still beautiful and interesting so. thank you Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, bye guys.